We want to thank Indio Technologies for sponsoring this podcast. Indio is a white-labeled solution providing agencies with the tools they need to enhance their client experience and improve operational inefficiencies. You know, Steve, one of the things that, that our agency deals with all the time and, and worries about is e and And so much e and is caused by one person telling another person to enter data, one person reading from a form, reading from some hand, chicken scratch. With Indio, all that's kind of removed. The client can enter the data into the form. The account manager can enter the data into the form. Marketing can enter the data into the form. And all of it feeds to the same place. And I just really like what that does for the E&O risk of the agency. Yeah, that sounds like a great advantage, Ryan. So listeners, if you want to learn more about Indio, uh, you can go to www.useindio.com. That's U-S-E-I-N-D-I-O.com slash podcast. And there you can register for a one-on-one demo. Welcome to the Digital Broker Podcast with Steve Anderson and Ryan Deeds, where we help agents and brokers drive profitability through operational excellence. Hi, welcome back. I'm Steve Anderson, and this is the Digital Broker Podcast, and I'm here with my co-host, Ryan Deeds. And uh, and today, we want to really talk a bit about the topic of what is the value that an agency provides? Absolutely. And... You know, the genesis of this for me, well, I've been to a couple of these conferences over the last couple of months, and I, I've, I typically sit in a corner, look at people, and hope somebody comes and talks to me. And when they sit down, you know, one of my first questions is, you know, are you part of an agency? And if you are, what is the value? Why should, why should a client do business with you? And it seems like a hard question for – the easy is we're going to get them insurance, but that's not enough anymore. That's not what it takes anymore. And that's really not the value proposition that the independent agent or the agency has anyways. I mean, we do a terrible job, as you said earlier, of telling the story behind why you should do business with an agency. What is in it for me? Because I think if you can articulate that effectively to your prospective clients and to your staff, you're a lot less worried about the the onslaught of technology that is coming for you. I mean, do you agree with that? Yeah, I do. And and we were having a discussion before we started uh, recording. And, And really, again, this idea of do you as an agency owner, as a staff person in an agency, really understand what the value is? And I, I hear this all the time. Well, well we, we bring value-added services. Well, what does that mean? And is it value you think you bring or is it value that your clients actually place a value on? And I think one question you can ask is this product, this service, this – Whatever it is that we provide, how much would clients be willing to pay for it? Right. If I come in with a 10% decrease in premium, does the value value add that, that you've brought say, ah, you know what, that 10%, I don't care about that reduction? Or does it actually give the client pause and say, you know what, I do the value that I get over at this tool is not worth that? Because then your perception of what's valuable and what's actually valuable are not aligned. Yeah, and and I think that's we really need to think about what that actually looks like. So, you know, one of my pet peeves is with the whole sales 
and carrier submission process. So producer comes into a prospect, gets an agreement that they're going to put together a, a insurance proposal, a package. Hopefully, they're not just quoting insurance, but the producer gets a lot of information and maybe a follow-up call or two to get all the information we need, be it loss runs, fully completed applications, other information that the underwriters need. We package that all together. We send it off to various carriers, the carrier submission process. We bring it back. We evaluate the carrier the coverages, the pricing, the services provided, and then we put it all into a proposal and present it to our prospect and expecting the prospect to actually understand all the work that we put into because we've not communicated at all typically in that middle piece, all the work that we do. I suspect most business owners have no idea how much work is involved with putting together a quality insurance package or program for their their business because we're not telling the story. And I think that's one example. I could point to several others where we are opening up. It It is it, it, let me ask you a question. Is it our fault as agency owners that all of these startup companies see an opportunity because we're not communicating well and we're not defining well what it is that we bring? Why, why do independent agents exist? Right. No, I, feel, I mean, I, I, I feel yes. It's absolutely – It's. I don't think we had to, right? The last, if you look at 20 years back, the the value of an insurance agent was more implied. You know, you didn't have a whole lot of other options. Direct what, they didn't have the technology for direct as much as they do today. You sure as heck didn't have, you know, 500 different startups being funded to try to, to, to bring these products to the masses. And so I, I think that we, we really never had to. And so because of that, people then look at our industry and say, well, you're taking commission. Where's the commiserate value? You've never articulated that. And then in our heads, we're like, well, damn, you've never sat down in a meeting where we've discussed coverage for a client that's complicated, the hours of teeth gnashing, the, the questions for, hey, can we get this package with this carrier or this carrier's offering that? So, yeah, I think that it is on us that we have to start saying we exist because of these reasons. And each agency needs to be able to articulate that outside of, yeah, we can go to get you some insurance. I mean, that is not the answer anymore. It's got to be we help you understand, we educate, we provide advocacy. Personally, I, I see a future where there is a place that I could go online and I can put my information in direct to a carrier. The carrier then accepts that and gives me back a quote. I don't know if I like that as much as going to an agent that takes multiple carriers that might compete for my business and brings me back the best package. But if we cannot articulate that value and we don't do it very effectively, and sometimes I think it's because we don't want to you know, throw shade on the carriers, but, but we have to do a better job at that. Yeah, I think so too. And comment you made just a little bit ago just triggered this idea of when you ask agencies, you know, what is your value? What do you provide to your clients? Well, we we get certificates out fast. Or, you know, it, it's more transactional, I feel. Um, and that's hard to communicate, though, if 
you know, value transaction, we'll get a certificate out in, within an hour or two hours. Or My question always is, why can't I do it myself? Right. Well, that's expectation today, right? Yeah. Everything is everything really needs to be as quickly as quick as possible to the consumer. Yeah, and and I wrote an article. It's um, on LinkedIn, so go to my profile if if you're interested in following up on it. But it's called "Speed Is a Value," and I was making the argument that getting things done quickly is a value to consumers today. And again, I use consumers as, as a very broad term. Business owners are consumers. You know, individual homeowners are consumers. But that expectation is that they can do many things on their own. And I'm always surprised at how few agencies actually have available a client portal, for example. Right. Now, I will absolutely say... For those of you thinking who are listening to this, not every one of your clients wants to do their own thing, right? right? They may want to call you, but is that shifting? Well, you got to be there. I mean, the, the, the thing is this. To me, it's like we, we talk about all these different ways where the consumer is today. And as the agency of the future, you've got to at least have the capabilities to be where that client is going to be if you want to have a chance at succeeding. So while today video may not be an important aspect of the sales cycle and the service cycle, in two years, I believe it will be imperative that each agency has some good mechanism to do video with those clients and with those prospects. Mm -hmm. So what are you doing today? Now, I don't even know if that's value, though. That's just keeping up, right? My challenge to the agencies that are listening to this today is if you think about what your value proposition is and whatever that is in your mind, do all of your clients know what that is? Do all of your prospects know what that is? Do all of your employees know what that is? And can they drive that message to help you offset some of the stuff that is coming? If we're doing valuable work, which I believe the insurance agency space does do, and I think anybody inside the space believes it's valuable, but it's a very different perception of those that sit outside the insurance agency. I, so many times I see us compared to used car salesmen because they don't understand the work that is is done inside. So I think as a, an owner, as an, uh, an employee, as a producer, you need to sit down, get a quiet moment figure out what makes it specifically valuable for your agency to work with those clients. Being able to articulate that effectively, build a strategy around that, that will help your whole direction. And so as as if I meet you and you say I've read the po I've listened to the podcast, I'm going to ask you, what's your value in your agency? Because that's that that is such a critical foundational component of where you want to go. And I think part of it is too many agencies think transaction processing is a value, That's right. and it's not. So what can you do to move transactions to another mechanism, another way, be that outsourcing or you know something else? Um, actually, I'm trying to quickly look up the episodes where we, we talked. Episode 9 and 10 um, that we've already published that we talked about outsourcing options there, and it's it's to free up time. So it's reactive service, meaning somebody calls and needs something, you need to do it. But how much do we do proactive? Um, so here's my example. For personal lines and small commercial, account review every year. 
literally looking at the account, reviewing their coverages, asking questions. Now, that could be, you know, a survey. It could be a phone call. It could be email. I mean, it could be a couple of different ways, depending on the client's preferred method, and making sure there are no gaps. So I've talked to agencies that um, have really focused on annual account reviews and, and doing that as a proactive service, as a value, where they've uncovered, for example, significant renovations, kitchen renovations, where for homeowners, there may not be enough coverage under the current policy if there is a, f- a fire and a total loss. Well, one, it's a proactive reach out. It's a touch. Two, it's making sure their coverage is. It's asking the questions. Do you have a drone, right? Have you made renovations to your home? Have you bought or acquired new jewelry? Have you inherited, right? All the questions we know we should do, but we don't do that. And my experience is actually there are a lot of agencies that don't because they, quote, don't have time because they're buried in transaction processing. So again, it's a partly mind shift Partly some of the things we're talking about in this podcast about how to be operationally excellent, how to move transactions to another way. to They have to be done. We're not saying that, but into another way, be that self-service or outsourcing or, or whatever that might look like. To demonstrate that that advice that we say we give, we actually are giving. Well, I think that's, that's why you have to be able to – tell what your value is. Because if your value is, we'll get those certs out in 24 hours, that's where you're going to be focused, right? You're going to be focused on staffing for individuals that can turn those those around quickly. If your focus is on, we provide loss control advice to our clients to help reduce their total cost of risk over time, increasing their bottom line and helping make them safer. Now, that is a strategy that you can sit down and say, okay, well, if that's what we're doing, then this the, 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 this transaction stuff has got to get out of here because we need to make sure that we're focused and have the ability to focus on these other elements. Where if you're not able to articulate your value proposition, then you're never going to have the focus on being able to do that. And, and that, again, is why I think it's so critical to be able to sit down, think for a little while – and, and, and take all the jargon out of it. Value add is such a BS word. I mean, what what do you really provide to your clients and to your to, to your environment that is a true valuable service? And I think if you can say that, then you can staff for that. You can bring in the ops team to get there and you can actually move the needle some. Well, and the and the phrase that's in my mind is do your clients value it? That's right. Not just you. That's right. Right? Do you think it's valuable, but do your clients value it? So, so many agencies have bought, let's say, services that provide for employee benefits, right? A deep dive and, you know, maybe OSHA reporting and maybe, you know, these platforms that actually are fairly expensive. And when I talk to agencies about utilization and adoption, oh, well, we don't – we have a few clients using it, but not too many. Well, that's either a misunderstanding internally – of how this could actually help the client or the clients just may not value it. And so why are we providing it? Well, I think I come back to, to, you know, when you think about that, right, I think that some of the reticence that we see in adoption through insurance agencies, it's not just because people are like, yeah, we don't like technology. I think it's because they've had terrible implementations and bad product over the past couple of, you know, over the past time. 
and they've never netted the value that they hope to gain over the technology. So then you have a principal that's in that office, it's been there for 30 years, it's got burned by solution after solution that's never brought the value, and now they kind of take a blind eye to technology or some of the advanced stuff they talk about, and, it, and it's a hard sell. It takes those folks that have that, that can open their minds and say, oh, these are capabilities that can be valuable, that we can get implemented if we have the right process, the people, and the procedures in place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no question. So I want to talk about an idea that's kind of percolating. I won't say it's a firm idea. Uh, and it goes back to, Ryan, what you said earlier about we didn't have to as agencies to tell the story. People needed insurance. They needed a place to buy it, and we were there. We're the corner. We were the corner, right. and, and that's great. But I'm wondering, based on some conversations I've been having, if there is a fundamental shift in insurance. And you alluded to this, and you'll see where in just a moment. So here's the shift. Historically, from the founding of insurance, right, back in the coffee house, insurance has been a way to bring someone back to the same financial position they were in prior to an event, a loss, a accident, a fire in the house, a slip and fall, right? right? It, it's, it's been looking at not preventing but paying to bring somebody back. That's insurance 101. That's one of the first concepts you learn when you get in the industry. Is there a shift going on to move from that to prevent the loss in the first place? Not bring it whole, but what are we doing? What are agencies doing? What are carriers doing? What is the industry doing? to prevent that loss in the first place. And that that's frankly where a lot of the insure tech startups, the new, where they're bringing out sensors and right, all kinds of stuff that, that connected home and smart home and buildings and all of those kinds of things are preventing loss. And if that's happening, if it's significant, so it, I think it is happening. The question is how significant is that? How does that impact the value that agencies bring and shift it from we'll evaluate your current program to make sure you get the most recovery from a loss to now we're going to bring in products, services, platforms, hardware, whatever, to actually help you prevent the loss in the first place. No, I mean, I totally do. I think that when you look at retention in our agency, so we have a loss control, loss prevention department that, you know, goes out and will do mock OSHA reports and look at, uh, you know, forklift safety. And we, we, we do some pre-claims um, data collection from our clients to help them understand where some of this stuff is happening. Those clients don't leave. Right. We very rarely do we ever get into a bidding war or, or wondering if, if that client is going to leave us because they are feeling the tangible benefit if, that you're showing. You're saying, oh, look, your, your workers comp mod since you've worked with us has gone from a one point two to a point eight. That is a tangible, revenueable benefit of the relationship with our agency specifically. The challenge is. Traditionally, that's been harder for smaller organizations to be able to provide because you'd have to staff for it. I think, as we were saying, 
going into the future, there's going to be services and technologies that you can leverage to be able to offer some of that. And I think that the value, if you just look at retention, I'm betting that the agents that are listening to this, clients that buy into your services, so those are the good clients that really understand what they're trying to do and how much insurance plays into their bottom line, they're the ones who value those services. And they're the ones that you can provide that to at a profitable scale. I think we have to be open-minded as a lot of these new companies do come up with technologies that help us scale that more effectively. Yeah, I agree. And, and I do think one of the shifts is the, the technology platforms, product services, whatever that might look like, are more available to smaller agencies than ever before. So, so having to hire a loss control person or people department, that's a pretty major expense for a smaller organization. But now if I have a service that can provide that on an hourly basis or however that might work, that I can then charge back to the client. You know, the takeaway has to be sit down, what's your value proposition? Typically, I want to see it per niche. You know, what are the five things that if you're telling me that I should do business with you and you have these niches, if niche is just a volume play for you, then it's not really a niche. What program services offerings are you bringing that are better than the next guys? And if you can't articulate that, then there's a problem. You know, and that's so that that would be my challenge is figure out what that looks like because that will drive your strategy as you move forward. Yeah, and I th- it, what it, it thought just came to mind is um, the episode we did with Eric on NPS score, NPS right? Score. So episode thirteen. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to that uh, net promoter score NPS score, and your advocates are people that, you know, clients that you can go back to and ask some of these more detailed questions. What what are things that what you would, yeah, what is valuable? Yeah. And, and actually, I wouldn't even ask what's valuable. You know what I would ask? What problems are you having in your business? That's right. That's Not right. just with insurance, right. but what problems are you having in your business? And, and that's you know, where, kind of what, because yeah. what you said was, okay, we've got seven locations. They're reporting on different things. Okay, here's a solution. We can help streamline that business process. Right. Might not even be directly related to the insurance program. That's right. You're, right? you're riding on the trust that the ins- that you that you have, and it aligns somewhat in that same space. And you're helping making them safer, but it may not have a direct correlation to the premium. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, and and I believe as we move into the future that. Agencies really are going to need to look at strategies to replace commission income. I do too. Um, so big time. That's another conversation that we can have in terms of some of the reasons why. But I think as we move from uh, replacement of financial loss to protection or prevention of loss, that's going to negatively impact commission. So we need to look. At, agencies need to look at how am I going to replace that? Right? I think about that all the time. Yeah. I do. So we're, you know, I think about out of time for this uh, episode. Any last thoughts? I mean, I'm I am passionate about this right now just because of my experience. And so I would just take a few minutes, pull your staff, ask them, what's our value? If they don't know, then, then they are not focused in the right area. Yeah. You know? And to me, that's the tactical takeaway today. 
You got to get in there, figure out what your what your value prop is, and then do your clients, do your owners, do your employees, do your producers all know that and carry that torch forward effectively. So when you see Ryan and I at a uh, conference or That's convention right. or a, a meeting and we ask you what value, why should I do business with your agency, you're going to hopefully have a much better answer than – I can get you some insurance. I can get you some insurance. That's or right. Or I can get your certificate out in That's right. That's what know, we're looking two for. Two hours. That's right. Yeah. There, there's, there's more there. You already do it. You need to think about what it is and how to communicate that. Yeah. How, to, do, how do you tell your story? Just like how you How do you said. tell your story? Yeah. What it is that we do, why you should do business with us. That's right. So thanks, Ryan. Great conversation. Um, listeners, thank you for uh, joining us for this particular episode. And we would love for you to leave a uh, rating and review on whatever podcast site that you may have uh, gotten this episode from. That really goes a long way to helping us uh, get the word out to others. Uh, If you've got friends in the industry that you think might benefit from listening, we certainly would appreciate you uh, forwarding this on to them and uh, inviting them to take a listen. And if you have input on what's valuable for the digital broker, we want to know from you. So, you know, feel free to hit us up on LinkedIn or any other channels that we're on and give us some input. We, we do get quite a bit of feedback. Most of it's positive, so I'm looking for some negatives. You know, help us get better. So, All right. Everybody have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. This has been another episode of the Digital Broker Podcast with Steve Anderson and Ryan Deeds. Send us your questions and comments, and if you like what you hear, leave us a review. This podcast is brought to you by Indio Technologies. Indio Software helps agencies save time and money by turning the application and renewal process into digitally enhanced online forms. To learn why over 1,000 agents use Indio, go to www.useindio.com podcast.